if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. Welcome to Brett Talk, uh, the advice podcast. Uh, You can message me at Brett Talk Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, Brett Thomas. And uh, I'll give you advice on any subject you want me to. Uh, there isn't any I'd turn down except terrorism. Uh, I'd probably turn you into the police. I'm not a narc, and uh, my advice is you shouldn't be a tattletale, uh, but you should probably be in jail. Someone who shouldn't be in jail. I'm here with producer Jeremy. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we're at Golden Ox Studios. Uh, good seeing you again. Good to see you as well, Brett. Uh, Jeremy just got back from New York, and he did uh, a lot of good shows out there last week. So give it up for him for killing it. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. No problem. It's nice to see someone uh, go for what they want. And set up goals. And that's going to be kind of what I'm talking about uh, today. Uh, We all know it. Uh, We all hear them every year around the same time around January. What are your New Year's resolutions? I'm probably going to start off by saying what my 2021 New Year's resolution was. It only had to do anything with comedy. Uh, In years past, I always have a goal of, how many sets I'd want to do monthly. But for this year, I wanted to do an, at least an hour of stage time every month. Because uh, I just want to change it up, and that way I like doing that because just I want to change things up. I don't, I don't know. I'm already My New Year's resolution for next year is to come up for the reason why last year I wanted to do an hour of stage time a month rather than like numbers. So that's, I already got my New Year's resolution. I just want to change things up. I don't really do any of them outside of comedy. Uh, But what I do find interesting though uh, is at the beginning of the lockdown during the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people either drank a lot or they bettered themselves. Uh, like I have a buddy who uh, worked out every single day and lost like 30 pounds and is just like ripped now because he wanted to better himself. There's more than one way to better yourselves though, not just exercising. What I did was I was tired of eating out. I know I've talked about this on this podcast, but I love talking about it. It's one of my passions, uh, cooking. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I have the time. Why well, I just learn how to cook? And the first thing I cooked was like chicken breast, but it was like the chicken breast tenders. Those are really nice. I remember I was so nervous I was going to mess it up. I bought like a Pepperidge Farm layer cake, 
So if the chicken turned out bad, at least I had cake. But I don't think you need a new year to be a new you. I know everyone's like hashtag new year, new me. But in my opinion, I think you better yourself at any time. And I don't have the the statistics for it, but most people uh, don't stick to their uh, New Year's resolutions. It's kind of hard, and I was thinking about it, and it's like when you're trying to quit something, it's hard to quit cold turkey like smoking or drinking or pop. And I did look up where cold turkey came from, uh, but no one knows because it's it's argued. It's come from a few different things, and no one knows exactly where the phrase I quit cold turkey came from. Uh, but the best advice I was given by someone I used to work with, they're like, because I try to quit eating fast food and quit drinking pop, and he's like, Brett, you're not just going to be able to quit cold turkey because it's going to mess you up. It's going to change your habits and then you're because you're used to having it all the time and then you're going to crave after having it and you're just going to be back to square one. And that was true. I messed it up a lot. One thing I did, though, to cut down on pop, which probably isn't the best, but I there's a couple things. Well, the, the other best thing is is I just choose other sugary drinks like Gatorade or tea. And I know those aren't really good for you, but they're better than pop because you can clean a toilet with Coca-Cola because like it kind of eats like your insides, like the food, so it eats the waste. Not to get too gross on here. Another way I quit uh, drinking so much pop was when I drove, I'd make sure I'd bring a water bottle. So I drink water like when I drive. Another thing, too, about the pop I do is I can only have it like when I'm eating dinner. But a big problem, though, for me is like I go to a restaurant and I'll get like four or five pops because the waitress will be good. Just keep bringing them back. And I'm like, hey, thank you. I think uh, the best thing to do, though, is like like I like what I did was uh, set small goals. Like I've never smoked cigarettes uh, regularly. I, I've tried it. I think we've all tried one. But I think a good way to quit smoking cigarettes, I probably not that I know anything about it, but maybe try the nicotine gum and uh, just try to have one less a day and try to filter it out. But the one thing I heard about cigarettes is that even when you get addicted to them, you might not drink them for like a decade, but you'll get like really frustrated and then like you'll crave one. Drop my pen. Uh, Shaped like a cigarette. Dropping the habit. But I don't know. Cigarettes, not to judge. It's never really for me. Uh, alcohol is a tough one though, because you can become like chemically dependent on it and, uh, you can have like withdrawals, I think, and die. I know you can from drugs. I should probably know this cause I'm telling you guys advice on it, 
But some more advice about like drugs or alcohol. If you're having a problem, reach out to someone. I was recently hearing someone talk, and they said, because uh, there's a WWE wrestler named Jeff Hardy, and he has had problems with alcohol and drugs his whole adult life. Like he's gotten released from the WWE 2003, 8, 10, 17, and now. And they offer him rehab, but every time they offer him rehab, he doesn't go. And rehab doesn't work for everybody because everybody's different. But maybe give it a shot, you know. I don't know. Rehab. Now I'm just uh, killing some time because I went on Google and I saved a picture of America's top New Year's resolutions for 2021. Most popular New Year's resolutions among those planning to make one or several. So here they are. 44% of people as a New Year's resolution put exercise more. I think that's like the number one, like you hear every year, everyone's like, I'm going to exercise more. And everyone goes like plant fitness and they get a gym membership. And after what ends up happening is it seems like it becomes like a Netflix or Hulu uh, subscription. You stop going, but you still pay for it. So that's how like a plant fitness makes like a lot of money is probably from this time. But it's just kind of hard to stick to it. Like I don't, a lot of people are busy. I know it's a lot of people that go to the gym are single people. And that might just because they want to look good to attract somebody. But also, I also see like married people with kids at the gym, but it's harder because it takes time out of your day and it has to be like your hobby. Like everyone has hobbies. Exercising has to be your hobby because you can't just do it like once a month. You have to do it like a couple times a week. I used to wrestle and I was in the best shape of my life and we'd practice like Monday through Friday and have like tournaments on Saturdays. And like to keep up with it, you have to keep doing it. Like there's people who like will like break like both their legs. They won't walk for a while. And when they start walking, if they walk for a while, it hurts really bad because they lost all the muscle in their legs because muscles go away fast. So, like, your whole life you spend walking and building, like, these leg muscles, and then a matter of months, they're just gone. So you got to really keep up with that stuff. And I don't really exercise anymore, but it kind of reminds me of, like, stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedy. It's, like, my favorite thing to do in the whole wide world. I wouldn't trade anything in the world to not be able to do it. But there's some nights where I'm just tired and I don't want to go, but then I push myself. And the nights I go when I don't want to go, it happens I come up with a new joke or I have fun and I feel better because I'm like, wow, I was just going to sit at home and watch Law & Order SVU. But now I'm here with my friends and telling jokes. And exercises like that too. But also what people don't like take into effect, when you go to the gym, now let's say you live like 15 minutes away. So there's 15 minutes. Let's say you want to have an hour workout. It's an hour and 15. 15 minutes home. That's an hour and a half. And then you got to shower because you don't want to get like diseases like ringworm or anything. And you want to smell good. That's like two hours of your day 
just from working out. It's not just like the working out. It like reminds me of work because everyone's like, oh, yeah, working eight hours. I'm like, no, you're not working eight hours because that time in the morning from when you wake up to you drive to work, like you're not at work, but you're on your way to work. Like that time is only used for getting ready for work. It's not used for anything else. But exercising, it's good. We could all use it. Honestly, I could use it. I've gained a lot of weight during the pandemic because one of the things I tried to better myself with was cooking. So uh, the second one was at 42% was eat healthier. I think those go hand in hand with exercising more because that kind of makes sense because you just don't want to go to the gym and not eat healthy because it's like a double negative. It's like you're working hard, but then you're not really getting anything from it because you're still eating McDonald's all the time like me. I'm not perfect. I'm not judging anyone for what they do or don't do. Uh, just fun going through all these. It's always funny that exercising and eat healthy is the number one. The number one for 2020 was actually become more financially secure, uh, which is kind of ironic because the pandemic happened and like three months later or two months later, Everyone was scared financially, so hopefully some people got a good start on that. Next one is 34%. Spend more time with friends and family. As long as they're not toxic, it's a good idea. I uh, I like spending time with my family and friends. I like to go to dinner with a couple of my aunts every once in a while. That's really fun. Nice to see them because I kind of moved like an hour away. But it's still nice to be able to see them. And friends are good, but you got to be careful about friends because I, in my own experience, I've met friends at like bars and sometimes they can be cool people. But a lot of the times, the people you meet at bars are kind of, they can be shitty. Or if you stop drinking, they won't talk to you or you don't see them again. And sometimes I think that like maybe they weren't friends. I'm not being judgmental to people who go to the bars like, regularly because there's nothing wrong with that i've done it sometimes people go through phases like right now i actually i don't really drink i did actually kind of go slowly out of it all right moving on they're getting smaller and smaller We're from like 44 to 31 percent 30 percent of people want to live more economically Which, like I said, that was like the number one of uh, 2020. I would like to think that the pandemic happened and it shot down to number four and they realized that family and friends are more important than money. Because money isn't everything, but it is a lot of things. Pay your bills. All right. Number 24, not 24, 24% of people want to spend less time on social media. That's honestly hard because they literally make social media apps kind of like a casino, like the same stuff that attracts you. They like make it to where it's like attractive, to where it's addicting to where you want to be on it. And whenever you make a funny post or picture, you want to see likes and comments. It's like validation. It's nice. But my recommendation for that is, just turn your phone off or maybe turn your phone off at 9 or 10 and have it on only someone wants to call for like an emergency. 
So 23% of people want to improve performance on their job, and 20% of people uh, reduce stress on the job. And I feel like those two groups are different people because you can't have both. It's sad, but it's true. The more responsibility you take on at work, and the, the more you care, the more stressed you're going to be. But I, I try to leave at work, but I'm like lucky because all my jobs have been like a car wash or like landscaping or drywall or I work at a cemetery now. And I leave my work, I don't take work home with me because it's more like, more like labor kind of jobs, you know, but it's not like an office job where like a computer and people are emailing me and I'm clearly not an executive. But that would be weird, though, if I took my uh, job home from the cemetery. I'd probably uh, get in trouble there if people would ask questions. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to jump to the last one. There isn't that many. But, because I think it's funny, cut down on alcohol. Only 15% of people want to cut down on alcohol. And I don't have a problem with alcohol. I've cut down on it. Um, but what I've noticed as being an adult, especially so many adults have to turn everything into drinking. There's always got to be alcohol at different places. Like there's a um, corn maze for adults, and it's just alcohol. Any like themed thing for adults that is like a kid's thing to do, when they put the adult version, they probably mean there's going to be like alcoholic beverages. Like the adult corn maze was like a wine testing. It's There's a lot of people with like alcohol problems and it's sad. And there's like, it's why it's, I feel like it's accepted when people have an alcohol problem. It's sad. It really does destroy your life. Not trying to sound like a, like a negative Nancy or a, I can't even think of it or like trying to spoil people's fun, but alcohol gets to a lot of people. The one thing I think about like drugs or alcohol, you learn in school that they're bad. And I don't think weed's bad. I don't consider it a drug. Uh, I'm one of those people. But um, it's – I feel like people would take it more seriously because I noticed it with people I went to school with. They would say, you start drinking and smoking weed, your life's going to be over, you're going to become a drug addict immediately. But that's not the case. When – People are young, they start drinking and smoking, experimenting with other things. Their life doesn't immediately fall apart. It, I do think weed is the gateway drug, and it's an unpopular opinion, but it's my opinion. I know not everyone that like smokes weed does heroin, but I've never met someone that does like heroin or meth, and they've not smoked weed. And because I think what happens is, is you meet people at parties when you're in high school, and they're around people that drink. And then they're around people. That, then you're around. You're around new people. You're around people that smoke weed, and you start hanging out with those people. And those people bring you to people who um, maybe do pills. And then you start doing pills, and pills are really expensive. And you start like doing heroin. And I kind of like talking about this because I don't like to judge people. And I don't. Th and if you've ever done drugs, 
or you're a recovering addict or anything, I don't think anything's wrong with you. Um, I don't I don't find that a character flaw. I don't judge you. Stuff happens. I get it. So I don't want to seem judgmental, but I don't know. But like like I was saying, like in school, like like they showed one time they showed us video of this guy who smoked meth. And it was like a fake video, and he started acting like a fool in a laundromat screaming. I'm like, that actually doesn't happen. Because when people smoke meth, that doesn't happen right away. That's like a repeated abuser. Because what happens is people start experimenting, and they think, oh, this isn't what it's like what I learned in school. I'm okay. I can handle this. And they take it farther and farther and farther. That's why I think schools should be more realistic with their drug and alcohol teaching. And they should also teach that uh, weed isn't a drug. Because it's not. It helps with cancer and epilepsy. But uh, my New Year's resolution was to end this episode right there. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that if you do any New Year's resolutions, you stick to them. And if you don't, it's okay because it doesn't matter. There's always next year. Thank you. Signing off. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.